What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, November 19th, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Mr. Worldwide Web at Tim Gettys. What's up, host? How you doing, Greg? I'm great. How are you? I'm, I'm okay. I've been better. What's wrong now? Got a parking ticket this morning. Oh, first one in a long time, huh? Well, second one not, in not, not really. that long. Yeah, before that, it was. it's been a very long time. But uh, it's like about three weeks ago. I got one that was just like sheer accident like that. I fucked up whatever it was, what it was this time. uh, Gia bought a treadmill. So I had to move my car yesterday morning as they got into my, my garage or whatever. And so they delivered in the, in there. So I just went right around the corner and literally had a conversation with Gia where I'm like, what day is the street cleaning there? Thursday. Today's Wednesday. I'm totally fine. Not thinking, not thinking Thursday. Yeah, yeah. I thought, oh, I'm definitely going to move my car at some point. Sure. Didn't I? Didn't, didn't move that car? No. Then this how much morning, are you looking at right there? Uh, seventy nine dollars. Seventy nine. Seventy nine. So ugh, now that ugh, treadmill, ugh. I'm looking at it. That treadmill, seventy nine more dollars than I wanted it to be. Sure. Some bullshit. Where'd you put color. the treadmill? In the garage. Oh right, yeah. You guys don't use your garage like a garage. No. Okay. Are you gonna make a little gym in there? Uh, I don't know. Gia might. <laughs> I'm not going to. How much we got to raise in January for you to do a 12 hour stream on the treadmill? <laughs> Jesus oh my God. Christ. You don't have to run the whole time. Hours. You don't, don't have to run the whole time. I don't you know, know that I can do that. <laughs> Walk for 12 hours? I could probably do. Right? Yeah. I would yeah, yeah. want to. Tim, that'd be a, that's, that's, a just, that's, that's just a fun stream idea in general is that we put you on the treadmill. Live stream. It's just two hours, but oh, for every like one hundred fifty dollar yeah. donation or some shit, you got to run for like you uh, know, thirty seconds. Tim, God, while man. the home gym comes up, I want to bring something up because I I know he never win will, but uh, I I know for a fact Cool Greg would like a pull up bar somewhere in there. Hmm. Hmm. Tim will take it under consideration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for bringing that to my attention, Kevin. I will uh, file that in things I need to worry about later. Mm-hmm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk more about Tim's gym, I'm sure. But <laughs> instead of talking about that any longer, let's talk about Hitman's developers making a 007 game, Jim Ryan saying something stupid again, and GTA Online getting new content because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can submit your own questions, you can give us your squad up requests, you can be part of the show, and most importantly, you can get the show ad-free, you can get it with the exclusive post show we do each and every day on patreon.com slash kind of funny games but if you have no bucks to toss our way it's no big deal head over to youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe each and every weekday the brands make a new episode if you want to go that extra mile you could watch live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games just like super bonsai palace uh that one's going too fast lucy gunner bizarre monk the, uh, blessing Jet junior spider-man he's there too Jet Spider-Man? Do you know what Jet I, Spider-Man? Did he save you one time? I, I don't, but when I was little, uh, I got like this like aqua thunder Spider-Man. Sure. Did he sure. save and you it, it was a Spider-Man with like jet propulsion things. Oh, oh. And uh, it was really, really, really damn cool. And that was definitely uh, a toy I played a lot with in the bathtub because it felt appropriate. You ever of play course. with action figures in the bathtub? 100%. And you want to no. talk about little Greggy bawling his eyes out when Superman's ass washed off one time. You know what I mean? Oh, mom, no. mom had to draw back on with a red Sharpie. It never looked the same, but I appreciate mom's <laughs> effort. Uh, oh. Remember, if you're on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games like Jet Spider Man, you have to keep us honest by going to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and telling us what we screwed it up as we screwed it up so we can set the record straight. Uh, housekeeping for you. Happy PlayStation 5 Day, Europe. It's out there now. Oh. I don't have to hear it. And now when I tweet about my PlayStation 5, I don't have to get all these guilty tweets from you. God, Europe, you're so needy over there. Oh, it's not out here. Uh, show some respect for us. We like tea. You know what I mean? I don't have to fucking hear about it anymore. We really like tea. They do, really. Uh, while we're giving shout-outs, uh, shout-out to... Oh, that's Lucy. I, was, uh, I, I didn't know that was you back there. Shout-out to Jen. Jen won an award this morning. She won a Yay. game hers over there. All right. Woo. 
I, if I would have known it was Lucy, I would have insulted her when I did the Europe thing. You know what I mean? Mm. But I just, nah, I didn't know it was you. There's two, I just see blurry things. Kevin changed my lens, so it's just blurs walking oh, behind me now. No, be quiet, Lucy. It's too late. You didn't get your insult, okay? <laughs> Fucking Greg. I'm like, you know what? A lot of people like Santa, right? But uh, I'm reverse Santa. Where I, you know, Santa works one day a year and brings good tidings. <laughs> I work all these years, and I just got a bag full of fucking insults you want it bah! there it is you know what i mean oh, you show your Jesus. fucking face around here that's what you get that's what you get for being in my ecosystem uh, if you're looking for content outside of this episode of kind of funny games daily right now uh over on youtube.com slash kind of funny games you can go watch our reactions to the kate bishop avengers reveal war table it's me fran mirabella and tamor hussein from GameSpot. uh and on top of that there's a new episode of internet explorers up youtube.com slash kind of funny and podcast services around the globe i'll tell you what tim I mm-hmm. watched that show yesterday, and mm-hmm. I had the Nick thing where I was very much I, – I, I had the FOMO. I saw uh, you, Andy, and Nick having fun doing having the siblings are dating, and I was like, oh, man. And I was like, I should pop in the stream chat, and I was like, I shouldn't do that. You should. Let, you should. Let it have been great. Show. Nick would have talked so much shit, and I would have loved it. I would have. Nick's afraid of me. He wouldn't talk shit to me. You know what I Kev, mean? Kev, before we get to the news, uh, I sent Asset something, if you could please bring it up. Uh, I found the, the Water Jet Spider-Man from the web splashers series okay okay so i'm pretty excited about this I'm we can buy it on ebay it. right now for 69 dollars baby what i looked up you know on the kind of funny podcast this week uh or i guess in the the gold topic for patreon.com slash kind of funny uh we did you know time traveling and where you would go and i I looked at the real ghostbuster toys i'd want to pick up if i went back mm-hmm. in time and they had the the slimer with the proton pack that motherfucker's going for like 500 bucks on ebay wow. damn look at this yeah look at this buy you're rich you know what i mean just get it yeah, right. That's what I'm going to spend my fucking money on. That's a PlayStation 5 I could buy and throw in Europe's fucking face. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> don't want don't to insult uh, the fucking Queen or the Union Jack, but let's just say I've played more PlayStation 5 than you motherfuckers will ever play. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack and Tom Bach. Today we're brought to you by Gabby Upstart and HelloFresh, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. We got six items on the Roper Report. Ah, Bakers! Did he say dozen? I didn't hear him say dozen. I heard him Bakers. It was it was a whisper. It was a whisper. God, oh, I mean, no. Your gate, your dozen. gate didn't get it. You know? No, the kids heard it. The kids heard it. Yeah, see, well, they're all saying he did. A couple are saying, fuck that guy. First off, I'm looking at the chat and only MS Gambo is saying he did. He's and my favorite. MS Gambo is no, getting timed Warthog out. Warthog said it. Warthog said out. it. MS Gambo's been timed out, everybody. And I know you hate yeah. to see it happen, but it has to happen sometimes. If you're going to come in here and you're going to, you know, Kevin has these fucking delusions and you guys come in here and you keep feeding him because you think it's funny. But then guess oh. what? One day he's out there driving the car with Paula Paula. And guess what? He thinks he's driving. Paula Paula's driving. They go off a bridge. I got to hear about it the rest of my life that you guys enabled this guy <laughs> to drive a car with his kid, but really let the kid drive the car you don't have the energy you think you have today just so you oh, oh I'm, this is what happens when you give me a nice running start you gave me the avengers early in the morning gave me something to get my wheels going now granted by the end of new mutants i will hate life and be exhausted but i'm fine for right now don't worry about it all right Woo! number Woo! one on the roper report io interactive is making a 007 game uh, i'm gonna read from their official press release it's bond james bond coming to a console and computer screen near you io interactive in collaboration with mgm eon productions and delphini announced today Oh, Delphi, yeah, but uh, today that they are developing and publishing the very first James Bond origin story with the working title of Project 007. Project 007 will feature a wholly original Bond story exclusively as a video game. Over the last two decades, IO Interactive has created, developed, and published multiple award-winning titles in the stealth and espionage video game genre, including the acclaimed Hitman franchise. Project 007 will be powered by IO Interactive's proprietary Glacier technology. The game will be made for modern systems and platforms. Project 007 is currently in active development at IO's, IO Interactive's offices in Copenhagen, Denmark, Malmo, and Malmo, Sweden. Kevin, am I saying that right? What do you do when there's an umlaut over the O? Yep. Thank you. Uh, both locations are recruiting elite talent from around the world to join the team that will build out this exciting and unique gaming title. Quote, it's true that once in a while, the stars do align in our industry, said Hakan Abrak, CEO of IO Interactive. 
Creating an original Bond game is a monumental undertaking, and I truly believe that IO Interactive, working closely with our creative partners at EON and MGM, can deliver something extremely special for our players and communities. How great would it have been? Working with, closely with our creative partners at EON and MGM can create something A-OK. <laughs> You know what I mean? A-OK, because we just did E-O-N, M-G-N. You drop an A-OK and I'll be quiet. Our passionate team is excited to unleash their creativity into the iconic James Bond universe and craft the most ambitious game in the history of our studio. Timothy. Yeah. Reginald mm-hmm. Geddes. Yeah. What, how, what, can you believe you woke up to this news today? No, I, and I woke up in the best way possible, where I woke up and there was just a retweet on my twitter page that just a quote tweet that just said watch this you won't believe what io's next game is okay and that's I a, clicked that's on it, not knowing and then when when the bullet goes in the chamber in this teaser trailer the james bond music started playing i lost my shit are you it's a great me? teaser trailer if you haven't seen it why was it this teaser trailer in one of the fucking summer game fest things for me to react to because why share your moment tim why share the moment because i anybody? wanted the moment i wanted my moment greg it was stolen tim, from me instead Kevin, of having one week of e3 we had 10 months of jeff grubb giving us this fucking bullshit grubb, grubb. and i didn't get one i didn't get one get hype moment this entire summer and here I get it. And am I hyped? I am. I am very, very hyped about this. I love James Bond video games. I always have loved James Bond video games. Just yesterday, spoiler alert, just a little bit for the post-show of Kind of Funny Games cast, uh, we talked a little bit about James Bond Nightfire. We what a jam that, that yeah. was. Everyone always talks about Goldeneye. And for good reason, obviously. It started uh, a whole generation of console kids understanding first-person first shooters, yeah. right? But Nightfire... There was a fun to it, man. That PS2, Xbox original, and GameCube era, James Bond, so fantastic. Everything or nothing, not the best game. Was it damn fun? Yes, it was. That one, a little bit different style, third-person game. And I can imagine this kind of falling in line with that. This, to me, is kind of match-made-in-heaven dream scenario where the Hitman games, every time I've played them recently, I'm like, this is awesome. But I've never been a Hitman guy, so I'm kind of sure. like, sure. This, this is great, but... Hitman 3 coming out, I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. But there's the, now when there's an IP attached, an IP I care about, that's what like really gets me going. On top of that, an origin story for James Bond? That's kind of a cool idea. Who's James Bond going to be? Are we finally going to get Idris Elba? Are they going to get fucking weird with it? I can see him getting fucking weird. That's all I got. Rahul Kohli, you know what I mean? Let's fucking go. Uh, fucking, that's a great idea, Kevin. Hold on. We're going right to Twitter with that one, Kev. That's a million-dollar idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it uh, is. <laughs> 007 game. I need to find the, the, the thing here. Hold on. Yeah, there it is. Then we're going to go to IO Interactive here. We're going to click on this thing. We're going to heart it. We're going to do this retweet. Hey at IO. There it is. Interactive. Here. Torchwood 4SP in the chat Can says, wow, well, I guess Tim just forgot Tony Hawk and Crash 4 this summer. Neither of those games were a surprise to me. Like, like that I'm just watching, not expecting, and then boom, it hits me. The Tim Gettys get hype moment in a press conference, right? Both of those extremely hype moments when I first heard about them. But I heard about them in semi-boring PR email form. Tim, you said you know idiots I mean? name a game and I'll block them. No, Torchwood ain't no idiot. Torchwood's the man. There it is. Now you know. Get him. Uh, <laughs> hey, IO Interactive, can we nominate Rahul Kohli for your bond? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Should I put a very much? Thank you very much. No, it's thank you. It's no. out. Go, go like that retweet. I, I feel like it should um, be more of a threat. It's too late. No, we'll, when they don't do it, that's when we start threatening. You know how this works. Uh, nanobiologist writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games like so many of you did to talk about this today and says, hey, guys, Mr. Bond is coming back to video games with IO Interactive's new project. Now, this feels like the perfect match made in heaven, but do you expect the Bond brand to rein in IO's funny side to keep the game more serious? We haven't seen too much in past Bond games beyond the OP weapons, uh, but IO is known for their craziness. Heck, they have a homing briefcase that can be used to kill people. What do you expect to see out of this beyond a fun and really interesting new origin story for the man who takes martinis the wrong way? Do you know. worry about this being too close to the vest on this, like too patently Bond? No, because I don't think there's anything wrong with patently Bond. I also think that Bond, you know, there's has his fair share of humor. It's a little bit more British, you yeah. know, but it's it's there for sure. Uh, especially if we're talking origin Bond, this is not the James Bond we know. I mean, we've seen even uh, uh, Casino Royale 
where that's like he's not quite bond yet but like he's kind of getting there all that stuff and like he was a, a bit funnier in that one right i think that it's easy it, the jokes don't necessarily need to be jokes for it to be funny right oh yeah, yeah, yeah and and i think that yeah with the weapons and all that stuff there could be a lot of fun in it to keep it kind of uh going that way but i'm more interested in in great do you think this is a third person game a la hitman or is it a first person game i think it's third person uh goldeneye you know apropos of nothing i think it's third person because i think that they're going to be want to go for with bond especially a cinematic hey i mean i think of hitman and you look at hitman right in in the success hitman's found and why that game has the audience it has why or i shouldn't say why how talented io is as a studio that you remember mm-hmm. when square was like we don't want to make hitman any games anymore so we're releasing uh io and giving them the ip because like the, we they only they can make hitman games we don't we don't even want to have this license kicked around with us and worry about it later on right i feel like you look at the content and the love and the care and the craziness and everything else and overall the mechanics of hitman and then uh, i think of that trailer for the uh, the hitman one where he was jogging through the the woods remember and stuff i think Mm -hmm. they really are going to take it because the problem with agent 47 is that that game and the audience they've built for it? i don't think are looking so much for a narrative it is very much like cool you're at this party kill that guy cool you're at this boat show kill that guy cool you're Mm -hmm. in kevin's house kill cecil and like that's how they set these things up with scenarios for you to go do but i think they have that itch to create something that is taking the gameplay taking the world taking all the bells and whistles they have and putting it into a cinematic format and i saw and i personally believe that speaks to a third person thing where you get to see bond wincing or when he's taking cover and get to do something else this gets me excited in the way that this is a deep cut for a lot of people i'm sure i remember going to this high moon studios right they're the ones who do the transformers games you like mm-hmm. right yeah i remember going there when they were working on the born game if you remember they did a game a, a jason born game that was not tied to the movies but it was coming out around the same time mm-hmm. and it had a whole bunch of cool ideas that didn't come together in the end but it was exciting to see the interpretation of something that was happening concurrently and also being like the third property right if you're counting the books the movies and then this game mm-hmm. i see that happening here where i don't think you're going to get the homing briefcase and shit like that but i do think you're going to have the wacky bond weapons and jokes in there and i think they're going to take liberties in a way of the same way you've talked before i'm not obviously a, a bond movie fan but the way you guys have talked before of how the daniel craig movies are different than the pierce bras and movies are different like like that you can actually take this and reinvent the character i think this is going to be a very video gamey bond that is james bond and feels james bond but won't be an interpretation of the movies yeah definitely i mean i don't think it'll be the daniel craig verse at all uh but what's most interesting about it is like the homing briefcase is entirely at home in a james bond game movie whatever it is if it's the right vibe which i imagine you're right they will go a more video gamey vibe with this like the thing i love most about nightfire that i was talking about on gamescast is the like ability to home uh rockets and it was remote controlled rockets where you're playing it was split screen and the level would be two very very different sides of a stage like with the chasm in between and you'd essentially shoot the rocket and you're controlling the rocket like the camera's on the rocket yeah yeah. and you we would play hide and seek like from each side <laughs> and it's like that is so fun and like that's the goofiness of that a james bond game can can kind of offer so i totally think that it's right at home there what excites me about this is the idea of what it reminds me of which is everything or nothing on the, the ps2 era which was a third person bond game that was super fun but like honestly that is a perfect example of swimming in sevens like it, it was a it was very much a PS2 license game, right? But in the good ways. And they're like, hey, this was a, such a great blockbuster rental for the weekend. Um, I think I rented it multiple times, actually. But very different from what we expected from the first-person shooter, time splitters like style gameplay of GoldenEye and Nightfire and all that stuff. Uh, Agent Under Fire, I think, was the other one that wasn't as good. But um, it reminds me of Spider-Man and Spider-Man games. And then, oh, shit, Insomniac got Spider-Man. And now uh, we're talking yeah. about a whole yeah, different yeah, yeah. world where it's like I'm talking like I'm nostalgic for everything or nothing. Similarly to Never Stop Spider-Man games or the or Spider-Man Two on PS2, right? Sure. If Insomniac can do what it did for Spider-Man, what can IO do for James Bond? And that's why I'm excited about this. Hundred percent. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, the Five Star Man wrote in about this too. Again, Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. Just like you can be part of the show. 
Good morning, Greg and Tim. The announcement of IOI working on a James Bond game has me incredibly excited, but I also have some questions. Do you think this will be a single full-length game, or could it be broken into smaller episodes like they've previously done with Hitman? With the official James Bond Twitter saying that this is a wholly original wholly original origin story, how much of a departure do you think this could end up being from the movies? Starting at the end, because it's where our conversation just kind of left off, I expect this to be not... I expect it to be an origin story, so a complete departure from the movies in the way of it is a Bond who's learning to be Bond. It, I, is he working with Q, right? That's the one who gives him the crazy gadgets and stuff. Or is it mm-hmm. somebody else in the Majesty's Secret Service? Is that what he works for? Is that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, yeah. You know, that is, is somebody Except else in that nailing it. beer or stuff. I'm, I, you know what I mean? I've only seen the one Bond. The one where I thought Christmas only came twice, once a year, but it's because wow. she came twice because she just orgasms. Yeah, well, uh, it's not enough. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, Wait, hold on. I think I might have been forced recently in this house to watch one, but I don't remember it. Uh, Anyways, uh, yeah, I know Bond stuff is what I'm saying. Uh, I expect to be a complete departure early enough that you get in there. Obviously, nods for nerds like Nick Scarpino who love this shit that they'll understand like what that is or who that's going to become and all that kind of crap. But to this point, I think it's more of an interesting conversation for us in the video game side of, yeah, Tim, do you expect this to be one standalone game or do you expect it to be broken up? I do think it's going to be standalone because I yeah. think that, you know, Hitman has like that episodic thing worked for them to the extent that it did, but I don't think it worked to the extent that <laughs> that is the most major success uh, in gaming history, right? Like IO and Hitman are very much a, I, I think they're still waiting for the big breakout, right? The, the, the game, their, their horizon, right? Gotcha. That comes sure, out sure. And do you think this is up. it? I think it definitely could be. And on yep. top of that, like sticking with that, like I do think that there's a chance that uh, IO gets picked up by Xbox or PlayStation and and all of this ends up being exclusive. Interesting, interesting. See, I, I mean, anything changes, right? But that's their big thing of like that they get to make their own destiny now. But you're right, money talks. So if you money came talks, in. But even penny. then, I mean, to your point of like making exclusive, I think at that point, the bridge is probably gone, right? Because this is so tied up with MGM, EON, and Delphi, right? Like, I feel like when you have that many partners, even if it'd be like Bethesda, right? Where Xbox buys Bethesda, but yeah, we're still going to put Deathloop out because that's an exclusive to PlayStation, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I mean, who mm-hmm. knows? I agree with you, though, for the the question here from Five Star. I think this will be a full game, not episodic. I think you could do it episodic. I think that could be cool. I think the DLC in episodic would be really neat. But I think that, again, for all these partners and expressing what they'd want, they're going to want a 007 game to put on the shelf to sell to 007 fans to get them out there to go buy it. Yeah. Exciting totally. stuff. Mm-hmm. Very, very exciting. Never, now, never would have expected this. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. You obviously, what not? So today's Thursday. So Wednesday, when I always, you know, we have a big announcement that you're like, okay, cool. Like I was like, that's neat. I, it'll be interesting to see what it is. But I wasn't thinking like, yeah, should we live react to it or something like that? I didn't think it was on that level. Yeah. But now we know, Kevin. I need you to go to Tim's bedroom and set up cameras there that are always on when he's looking at his Twitter. Mm-hmm. So already done, boss. Thank you, buddy. Uh, I have breaking news before we move to number two. This comes from the Twitch chat. Jeffy Grub Grub t- uh, puts in the ch- Twitch chat. Uh, 36.68 in Mountain Run. Get fucked, Mike Minotti. If you didn't know, Jeff and Mike are, of course, from GamesBeat. They're going back and forth on the AstroBot levels there for time challenges. And it looks like Jeffy Grub Grub, who is old and has many children and probably shouldn't be good at games anymore, has pulled again ahead of Mike once again. So we'll keep you posted as that continues. to. I love this. That continues to evolve. What a saga. Uh, number two, speaking of sagas, uh, Jim Ryan is either lying or completely fucking oblivious. This is Alessandro Barbosa at GameSpot. At launch, the PlayStation 5 doesn't support an expansion, doesn't expo- support an expansion option for its internal SSD or allow you to copy games from the console to an external HDD. It's a hard disk drive, if you didn't know, all right, for storage. Uh, But according to Sony Interactive Entertainment President Jim Ryan, Sony isn't aware of any consumer concerns about the limited storage. Speaking to The Telegraph, Ryan was asked about whether Sony regarded the limited space on the PlayStation 5 currently as a problem, to which the CEO explained that the company hadn't yet noticed an outcry from consumers. Quote, we're not hearing that, Ryan explained. We'll obviously watch what happens as people unbox their PlayStations and start to use them. We think we'll be okay. We obviously are able to monitor hard drive usage on the PlayStation 4 microscopically, and everything that we saw there indicates that we should be fine, end quote. The PS5 ships with a custom 825 gigabyte SSD with only 667 gigabytes accessible to players for game installs. 
any PlayStation 5 title uh, needs to be on the internal SSD to run, while PS4 titles can be stored on an external drive to save space. But with the size of games already, dash dash, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, for example, takes up a fifth of the PlayStation 5's total storage, expansion will be welcome. For now, the only option is to uninstall parts of games you aren't playing when the feature is supported or redesign yourself, uh, or I'm sorry, resign yourself to deleting and re-downloading titles constantly. So again, quote, we're not hearing that, Ryan explained. We'll obviously watch what happens as they unbox their PlayStation and start them. We think we'll be okay. We're not hearing that. Jim Ryan. Listen. On, on behalf of all people with a PlayStation 5, fucking figure out the storage. It, it is a problem. This is a thing that I understand. Apparently, for the past three weeks, you haven't listened to one video game podcast. And I understand you're a busy person. I understand that you didn't read any articles on IGN or GameSpot or Kotaku or Polygon. I get that. The limited space on the PlayStation 5 is a problem for gamers. You, I understand it's COVID and a million other things and blah, blah, blah. It, was, it got in the way of letting you have the expandable hard drive thing you wanted to put in the side of the PlayStation 5. I get all that. This is, as usual, a fucking tone-deaf response from Jim Ryan. How, do, how does no one brief him on what people are saying about the PlayStation 5, PlayStation brand in general, and then they just put him in front of microphones? Tim. You know what this isn't, Greg? What? Kevin? Greg? Convenient. Thank you. Yeah, it is convenient, not convenient. convenient. It's, yes, thank you, Kevin. It is very, very, very inconvenient. That's not what X-Gen's about, Jim Ryan. Come on, man. Honestly, like the PS5 being a, a terabyte, I understand from the level of quality that the SSD is. There is that problem right now of, you know, not being able to to go out and buy other hard drives and then wanting to make sure that the, the quality is up to, to par to be able to, you know, have the storage for the games to run right. And all that is important because we want there to be consistency across the games and all that stuff. But you look at Xbox, and granted, that thing is expensive as all hell, but at least you can get the option of paying money and getting expandable storage right now at this time. It's weird to me that there isn't an option, any type of option right now to be able to have extra storage on your PlayStation 5. And Jim Ryan, if I can just borrow your attention for one more second before you go back to CEO and all about town. Like, keep in mind, the other problem is, like, even with the external hard drives, right? Like, the the attachment. I, you can't transfer your PlayStation 5 games over there. We thought that was going to be the solution, that you could lifeboat your PlayStation 5 games over there and then bring them back when you wanted to play. Not play them off the hard drive, just move them over there back and forth. You can't do that. And as Tim's pointed out so eloquently, you can, of course, expand your Xbox uh, storage capacity with a little plug in the back from Seagate, right? Isn't it Seagate? Mm -hmm. And then, of course, on there, you can plug in an external hard drive and move your fucking games over there. Like, yeah. just So just to be clear, Jim, you have now heard loud and clear that this is something people care about. And that to walk out and be like, we're not hearing that makes us really think you're just not fucking listening. Because <laughs> yeah. people are saying it. I see it over there. I see it over there. I hear it over here. And I hear it over there. People mm -hmm. have been saying this since we found out about this. Just a heads up. We're not hearing that. What the fuck? Come on. <laughs> Come on. God damn. Blessing filled up his hard drive yesterday on live on our show when he downloaded something else. Yeah. I said it, whatever. Uh, and again, and that's not the end of the world even. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, whatever. It's not the end of the world. I, 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 but like to say you're not hearing that. Oof. While I have your attention, I would like the trophies to be listed horizontally <laughs> in a list function rather than the cards spiraling out into the end. All right. Now put that. I want to custom. Are you are you hearing this now at the bottom on the quick menu? I'd like to put trophies right there. You know what I mean? Not going mm -hmm. to my profile. Mm -hmm. I digress. Number three on the Roper Report. Kevin, this is a link for you to show today. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Zach Zuizen over at Kotaku. Today, Rockstar Games revealed the first look at a new map expansion for Grand Theft Auto Online that will be out later this year. This will be the first major map expansion for GTA Online since the game's release in 2013. In a short teaser video, Rockstar showcased new locations that aren't currently in GTA Online and which appear to be located on a yet-to-be-added island. The video makes multiple references to El Rubio, uh, which could be the name of the expansion island. 
the new map expansion was first teased by Rockstar back in July, with the company saying the big, the quote, biggest ever update to GTA Online was coming later this year. Since then, Rockstar has been pretty quiet about what that update would include, but it seems a new map expansion is coming. This is something that had been rumored for quite some time now. Uh, Greg, El Rubio means the blonde, and it's usually oh. a term that they give people. And uh, dossier is where people put like information, like a file. So I think that's more the name of the the the, the whoever rules this island is what I would assume. Okay, I'll take it. Thank you, Kevin. I so it's me. That. Do I rule the island, Kevin? We get it. Okay, you've killed the joke by accepting it fully. We're all very proud of you, you blonde piece of shit. Damn. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I am very surprised at this news, Greg. Obviously yeah. not following GTA Online stuff too closely, so I didn't know the rumors were they were expanding. I would have never expected that GTA at this point, this far away from the launch of GTA 5, would be creating a new area. Are we ever getting GTA 6? That's a great question, Tim. That's a dynamite question if we're ever getting another GTA. They should make money hand over fist. Who cares? You what see you in the map that they bring up, that's San Andreas, right? Or whatever, Los Santos. The new, the Let me new throw it open. It looks like, yeah, on the beach, right? But okay. I mean, like, do you figure it'd be a beach at the island, too? No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel yeah, very good about this stuff. So what, you, know. what, you don't feel very good about this stuff. What does that mean? I'm just saying. They, I feel like they're not going to do anything as cool as we think. Mm. I mean, honestly, I have zero <laughs> expectation or interest in this. So I don't, I, you know, not as cool as I, I, anything's going to be cooler than what I think of it. And God bless you if you're into GTA Online and you're still playing, go get them. I'm glad you're getting new content, but whatever. I'm more interested, yeah, in a GTA 6 and a single player in, in a world like that again. Yeah. And I like things like this really kind of make me believe even more so that we're further out from that than we even thought. And we already thought it was far away. Mm-hmm. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Uh, number four, as I mentioned earlier, you can go watch our reaction to the Marvel's Avengers Kate Bishop war table on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. But if you want three bullet points from it, uh, the Kate Bishop operation taking aim drops December 8th. Uh, they said that, of course, Clint uh, Hawkeye, his uh, operation is now happening early in 2021, as is the next gen update. And they also called out by name that they understand you want crossplay and they're working on it. So those things are happening. Somewhere Top level, Greg. I mean, you're the you're the Avengers guy. What where are you at? Um, I mean, I'm torn in a lot of different directions. I think on it, you know, it's the normal thing of I can't wait for whatever the story is to even if it's the redemption arc and Avengers comes back, you know, and, and it is it has a no man's sky, it has this giant moment, or if it's just the here's everything that went wrong with Avengers and why it died in 2021 story. Uh, whatever it's going to be, I'm interested to see what happened and how we got so off track because it is i mean because it, it's covid and it is this and it is work from home and it is a game that launched in a, a hor- in a not great state that barely worked in certain places and yada 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 blah, blah, blah. but it's this thing of you know all right cool we're getting kate on december 8th two days before cyberpunk kate was supposed to be here at the end of october we're getting clint somewhere in early 2021 maybe january maybe february that was supposed to be in november you, you, Fran played this AIM secret lab, cloning lab, uh, which is this. Keep in mind, I yelled about this on the, the stream today, too. Fran played the secret lab, which is the only piece of level 150 content, which is true endgame, right? That we know of. He played that two and a half months ago, right? By accident. Snuck into it by accident. We still haven't gotten that. We still haven't seen that. We still, like, you know, it's this thing of like, you if you if you're like us and you grind, you went and grinded these characters up to 150 we did it with the idea of like cool there's going to be a raid there's going to be the lab we're going to be all none of that has happened so it's like where the fuck are we that we're this off track and it, you know the way we talked about it on this thing was like you know is k bishop enough to bring you back or whatever and it's enough to bring and i think it was uh you know uh, again I, like i said tamor from gamespot was on fran was on i think it was tam who was saying like well, it's good. this is enough to bring us back, the people who are invested and really like the game, to come back and do this for a night, two nights or whatever. But then not other people. Like, it, you know, we had been kicking around on our text thread this idea that we thought before they announced this this week, literally, I guess, like we were talking about this on Tuesday and this got announced on Wednesday, right? Uh, 
that they would be silent until 2021 and then just do a giant, hey, guess what? Next-gen update's hitting this day. We're giving you Clint and Kate this day. We're giving you... like It would be this giant, here's this push. and Relaunch. Yeah, well, not even because I think that is coming, but I think that's a year out when they really are going to do all Mm -hmm. that kind of shit. But I thought that we would get a big package of it. And so to get them to do this, I was like, all right, cool. And like even before we started, I was like, what I really hope is that this is, hey, here's Kate Bishop, and she's available right now or tomorrow or whatever, but not, hey, she's available December 12th, and they picked December 8th. And I was like, fucking hell. And it's it's whatever. It is what it is where it's like, obviously, when you have a game that's a games as a service or an ongoing thing or whatever, and there's so many different issues people want addressed, and you launch it, and it's not where you thought it was going to be, that screws up your roadmap. But to sit here and be like, even as exciting as uh, Kate is, she looks like a really cool character and I'm excited for the new story content and I like what they're teasing with Hawkeye's story for Future Imperfect for 2021. That's all great. But when I beat the Kate story in what? I was saying an hour? Hour and a half? Like how long are these story, how long is this actually going to be in terms of story? You beat that and it's like, all right, cool. Let's bring her up to 150 through the environments you've seen a gajillion times and haven't done Mm -hmm. this. And it's just like, there's so much behind the scenes that I want, them to talk about and i don't think they talk about until they're a year out from all this and what because like remember like we've i know i've beaten this dead horse so many times but like the war table of launch week opens with like hey our plans changed because of the passing of chadwick boseman like you know our thoughts are with the family and that's a really great thing that they should have done however we're now how many we're so far removed from that and still no black panther still no wakanda still no teases of it it's just like And I guess it gets hard. I, you know, I'm not a game developer and I'm not a marketer either, but I guess it gets hard to sit there and be like, all right, cool. The roadmap is off by two months. So do we promote the Black Panther stuff? Do we do this? And like, I, there has to be an internal discussion of like, well, no, because if we do that, everybody's going to say, we don't give a shit. Why aren't you fixing X, Y, and Z? Why aren't these quality of life improvements you've been working on out yet? Yada, yada, yada. Like, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. And I don't know the right solution to it. I, at this point, would have thought the right solution was just shut the fuck up and come back in January and be like, here's everything. But maybe, uh, maybe I'm being too aggressive. And in January, everything won't be ready either in terms of a next-gen update and where Clint will be and yada, yada, yada. So long story short, and a can of worms you open, I apologize, is Kate looks great. I'm excited to play it. I still enjoy playing Avengers. Like, I still need to do my 50th Hive or whatever. It's a platinum in, but... If this is not enough content, I think that's going to bring me back and have me playing every night again. It'll have me playing on December 8th again, but I'm sure I'll be done with it pretty quick. You just said a lot of things and like, I appreciate all of them, but here here comes, you can't, you just, you can't really start uh, a monologue with, so Fran, you know, we know Fran uh, snuck into a secret lab, but no one else has been there. Uh, You know, and then you just keep talking. I don't want the answers, Greg. I'm not asking you what you're talking about. I just want you to know. That, that got me. That made my morning. Friend Mirabella sneaking into a secret lab that no one else has been able to go in. What the fuck did that even goddamn mean? Have you, not, like, have you really not heard this story? No. Then we're going to do – I'm going to tell you the story. I'll abbreviate it the best I can because, like, on top of whatever vision you have of it, it's not that. But then the real vision is so accurately Fran. So Fran, you know, when Avengers dropped and we were all playing, he was streaming it every night. And so one night – I don't even remember like at two 30 in the morning, he's fucking playing and somebody popped up in his chat and was like, Hey, I just got this level 155 mission. Do you want to come do it with me? And Fran was like, what? Like that's impossible. Blah, 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 blah. And so he joined the group and there it was. And it was the cloning lab. And he was like, Oh fuck. And so he jumped in and started playing it and realized like, I guess he looked it up or whatever. He's like, he realizes he's like, Oh, this is unreleased content. Like this shouldn't be out yet. This I I don't <laughs> oh know. Oh my god! Someone over at you know Crystal hit the wrong button at something, and it wasn't published, but it was obviously available that they could get into. So Fran started his wheels spinning on being like you know what he does of his menus and everything else. And so rather than play it, he's like figuring out of oh no, it's unreleased, and oh man, I should do this, and oh I should tweet about this, and blah blah blah. And he fucking went to a menu and left the fucking group, Tim. He accidentally left the unreleased content that he was live streaming totally in the right that could have been a big deal. So he only got through like the little bit of the intro of it fucking bounced. And then one of the big complaints of Avengers is you can't rejoin content when someone started it. So he couldn't get back in. He's like, oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, Oh, bless you, Fran. Man, I love it. 
Premier Valley. Sneaking into secret labs. <laughs> Number five on the Roper Report. No more politics in Animal Crossing. This is Patricia Hernandez over at Polygon. Animal Crossing New Her- Animal Crossing New Horizons popularity has inspired people to use the lifestyle simulator in all sorts of novel ways, like becoming a marketing tool for businesses and organizations. So on Wednesday night, along with the game's big winter update, Nintendo released some new guidelines for organizations riding the game's success. There are things you might expect. You can't, for instance, make anything that could be considered offensive or vulgar. Rules like these, Nintendo says, are meant to, quote, preserve the experience for the millions of people enjoying the game recreationally, end quote. And then there's this. Please also refrain from bringing politics into the games. Into the game. Sorry, into the game. Please, Please refrain from bringing politics into the game. Curiously, the new content guidelines also say that you cannot use Animal Crossing, quote, as a marketing platform that directs people to activities or campaigns outside of the game, including directing people to a sales page, distributing coupons, sweepstakes, giveaways, requiring consumers to follow social network services accounts, gathering customers' information, or invitational activities, end quote. Polygon reached out to Nintendo for clarification, but based on the most straightforward reading of these rules, things like using Animal Crossing for a political campaign that encourages people to go out and vote, as Joe Biden's campaign did earlier this year, are no longer allowed. Groups that break these rules, Nintendo says, might be asked to stop disseminating their content, if not outright prohibited, from future business usage of the game. Given that Joe Biden has already won the election, some of these consequences might be moot. Joe Biden, of course, is not of course is not the only person to have used Animal Crossing as a marketing tool or even as a vehicle for politics. Previously, the game had been embraced by Chinese players to stage in-game pr- protests, uh, used as a virtual meeting space for Black Lives Matter rallies, and utilized by politicians like U.S. Representative AOC to make house calls. Under the new rules, some of these things no longer may may no longer be allowed, at least if you're representing a business, organization, or group. Well, unless you have Nintendo's blessing. The rules also say, quote, any business use of the game that exceeds the rules set forth herein shall be permitted only with the separate and express written permission of Nintendo, end quote. Oh, man, getting written permission for Nintendo to do anything is super very, easy. Very, very difficult, man. That's going to be super easy. Jesus Christ. I mean, we've had to do that so many times and it's never worked out. Not a single time. <laughs> oh, my the God. The amount of times I've almost had Miyamoto for something. Something kind of times- funny if I almost, I mean, PR answered an email and was like, no. Yeah, that's true. But uh, the amount of times that we've gotten written permission for things and then we're told, no, actually, no, you can't do that. It's like, ah, oh, well, great. Yeah, this sucks. I mean, hey, like, let's take this game, this platform, honestly, Animal Crossing, and strip away so much of what makes it special and cool and an interesting thing and a big reason of why it is up there as a game of the year contender because it was more than just a game. It was a moment, and it was a moment that allowed people to create new moments, right? Like, we're not seeing talk shows in other games. Like, yeah. that. It was that's a uniquely Animal Crossing thing. We're not seeing Biden Island on in other places. It's like... This game allows you to kind of make it what it's not, and that's what makes it special. And for Nintendo to like even try to put rules on this, oh, it's icky from every perspective to me specifically the, well, when we say it's okay, it's okay. And obviously, it's their IP. Obviously, that's the, their right, their rules, and all that shit. It's just like, man, this I just think is very... Just, it's coming from the wrong perspective. They're looking sure. at this, and I get what they're trying to do, I just think that this is an overcorrection that uh, is going to reflect very poorly on them. Let me bring in Suck Sandwich, who wrote into patreon.com slash games. I want to take a bite out of Suck Sandwich. Uh, Nintendo just essentially cut everyone off of the knees with these new Animal Crossing guidelines. The last two bullet points they provided in particular are really upsetting. Users basically can no longer promote anything through the game or use the game's large audience to advertise or promote their brand. They also can no longer monetize their game content with ad revenue. Why? I don't understand why they'd make such a bizarre decision and keep their brand, the Switch, and Animal Crossing from receiving tons of essentially free promotion. Animal Crossing has been a juggernaut since launch, particularly in the first few months with everyone from Charmin to T-Pain to Joe Biden hopping on the train. That has to increase the reach and visibility for Nintendo by quite a lot. What's the benefit of putting a stop to that? I understand that at a base level, protecting their users and preventing corporations from exploiting their product makes some sense, but this has to have some ramifications, right? So much of New Horizons' success seems to be built on the back of the game's social and memeable qualities. Do you think this will hobble Nintendo in the long run, and what does this mean for animal talking? Is Gary going to be out of a job? I disagree 
with these rules and what they're saying and keep politics out of the game. It's just, oh, God, a horrible statement to see, period. Straight up in the most literal way, too. My hope would be, and I know how Nintendo is, but my hope would be that this is just a blanket cover our ass kind of thing where I don't see them telling Joe Biden to take down their island going after Charmin for anything they've done, et cetera, and so on, extrapolate, extrapolate. I instead see it that when the KKK or some other fucking hate monger group full of bigots shows up and wants to do something similar, they can point to them and take them down. Now, of course, those people could argue, oh, well, you didn't take down whoever. But again, getting written permission from Nintendo is insane. So getting a response from Nintendo is going to be insane. And I don't think anybody, I, I don't know how many people are going to step up and be like, well, the KKK has got a point. <laughs> they want, if they're, if they're going to take down the KKK, they should take down the Joe Biden Island. Like I'd hope that's what it's for. I would hope it's just so they have some legalese so that if they ever do need to step in and take it down, they do, but we'll see. Like I'm with everything we've said so far of like, yes, like the staying power animal crossings 2020 has been, so far above and beyond what me as a fan and what I'm sure Nintendo as a publisher, creator, developer wanted out of this thing, right? Like this has gone and become such a phenomenon. And I do think that the ability of, I, I Tim, you'd, you'd know better than me. Has a popular musician done a music video inside of Animal Crossing yet? Yes. Popular. Okay. See, that's what know. I mean. I don't mean like a machinima kind of thing. I mean like an Ariana Grande or somebody like that. Like no. I have to imagine somebody's going to do that before the year's out or before too long, before the year of Animal Crossing. Pe- people of, of consequence have done music videos. Nobody, not an Ariana Grande, but like gotcha. people that are getting hundreds of thousands of views. Okay, okay. So, okay. so then I, even a moot point. But I do think that th- they get that. They have to get that. They have to see that animal crossing is bigger than animal crossing but i also understand like you said tim wanting to protect the ip and protect the brand and make sure that if you are using it for horrible purposes we have some way to stop you yeah i i feel you i just don't think it's that way i think that type that to me is like you just do it then right they don't need to protect themselves this is their fucking shit they can do whatever the hell they want with it so it's like this to me is, is very much a clear message of don't do this stuff right like I think the fact that it's it's not just talking about like the political side of things, but it's it's straight up calling out marketing and getting people to go do other stuff. It's like they're creating rules that are now so wide that it's not just covering their ass. This feels less like covering their ass and more like putting their hand out and saying, you can't do this shit. Sure, 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 sure. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, I think, yeah, it's a shitty thing to see written out and worry about what that's actually going to do. And then of course it is also the chilling effect of it, Let's say I'm right. Let's say it is that, yeah, we just don't want the bad people to do it, but we had to put it out there. Like that's all well and good. The who whatever major brand or major personality was thinking about doing something in it. This would be enough to scare them off. Right. We're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, fuck. I don't want to look like a moron. I don't want to put this up and have it yanked down. And then that's the headline. So yeah. they don't do it anymore. So you're already seeing the chilling effect happen on it. Classic fucking Nintendo, man. Classic fucking Nintendo. Uh, speaking of classic fucking things, number six, happy birthday, Stadia. Uh, it's Stadia's one-year anniversary. They have a couple different promotions here. Uh, first off, there's a Stadia Premier Edition giveaway. If you've already pre-ordered, if you're about to pre-order, or if you're planning to buy Cyberpunk 2077 before December 18th, you can get a free Stadia Premier Edition while supplies last. Uh, to learn more about how to get the Premier Edition after purchasing Cyberpunk 2070, there's a link to go to their thing. This is interesting for uh, blokes like me. Uh, public iOS testing begins next week, uh, or in the next weeks. Uh, this will be the first phase of our iOS progressive web application. As we test performance and add more features, your feedback will help us improve the Stadia experience for everyone. You can expect this feature to begin rolling out several weeks from now. And then first free game on Stadia starting today, Destiny 2 New Light will be the first game available free to Stadia, free on Stadia to all players. Be sure to include this link for readers and it's a link to go get it over there and get it. So it's the anniversary of Stadia. How many more of these we'll get? Who knows? So embrace them now, right, Tim? Yeah, it's so hard not to be snarky about Stadia. Like it's just, I wish there was something cool. I wish there was something like that we could look at and be like, oh, well, at least they have this or at least this is happening. And that's just not the case. I mean, I guess at least they gave me a free Chromecast Ultra. Am I going to use it for Stadia? Not even once. I clicked on the link to redeem that and it said it's not available in your area. What the fuck is that all about? I don't I'm know. in the same area as you, Tim. Yeah, I, I got that mine. One bit. Sucks. Jeez, not that I was ever going to use it. Yeah? Yeah. Do you love one Stadia? Our, one of our Chromecasts broke, so now 
Ah. Mark back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, they did some anniversary stats here. Uh, Stadia is free, of course. It's got 100 plus platform improvements and features added, 100 plus games since launch, tracking towards 135 by the end of 2020, uh, 65 plus games free with Stadia Pro since launch. Uh, and then, yeah, acquisition of Typhoon Studios, uh, partnerships with Harmonix, Supermassive, and Uppercut Games, uh, SG and E Studios in Montreal, and Los Angeles, and much more. But yeah, Stadia clearly a half baked product launch, and we'll see if it can get on its feet ever as xCloud just gets sexier and sexier by the day. Mm-hmm. Speaking of sexy, sponsorships are sexy. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, if you go there, you can get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, Greg way, let's talk about our sponsors. This episode of kind of funny games daily is brought to you by Gabby. Uh, you know, you're probably overpaying on car and home insurance. Sure. You'd love to save money, but is spending hours on your own shopping for a lower rate to maybe save a few bucks worth it. Probably not. Do what a lot of folks have done, just like Kind of Funny's own Tim Geddes, and use Gabby. Gabby does all the work for you in just a few minutes, and get this, Gabby customers save $961 per year on average. Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples-to-apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers, like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. Just link your current insurance account, and in minutes, you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have. That's what plenty of folks did. Uh, it's fast and easy, and you can discover how much you're overpaying for your insurance. Like I mentioned earlier, Gabby customers save $961 per year on average. Uh, I bet that's a nice to have in your pocket every time of the year and right now, especially with the holidays coming up. If they can't find you savings like they've done for plenty of others, they'll let you know so you can relax knowing you have the best rate out there, and they'll never sell your info so no annoying spam or robocalls. You're probably overpaying for car and home insurance. See how much Gabby can save you. It's totally free to check, and there's no obligation. Go to Gabby.com slash games daily. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash games daily. Gabby.com slash games daily. Our next sponsor is Upstart. There's a lot of economic... There's a lot of economic chatter right now about the state of the market. Is it recovering? How long will it take? And have we seen the worst? But if you're struggling to pay off high interest credit card debt, you can't wait for those answers. You need to take action. Now with Upstart, there's actually something you can do today to help fight off high interest credit card debt. Upstart is the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a score. Uh, Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your job history in the form of a smarter rate. Remember when I took out my loan in SF, uh, they did not take that into account because I didn't use Upstart like a dum-dum. Uh, Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000, so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate and proceed with your application. The best part, if the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 500,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt and get back to using your money your way with Upstart. See why Upstart has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot. In hurry to upstart.com slash kfgames to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate takes only a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash kfgames. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. And then finally, it's HelloFresh. HelloFresh offers convenient, no-contact delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking with the family. The recipes are easy to follow with simple steps and pictures to guide you along the way. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes. Kind of funny, loves HelloFresh. Tim says Gia made him a pork ragu recently and Mm. damn son. That's a direct quote. son. Also, Blessing, I know, has started to use it, so he will stop eating so much dang fast food, and he's Kevin enjoying too. it. I don't talk about Kevin, all right? Mm. I love it, Greg. So Hello, Fre- what did you? What's the last thing you got? What's the last thing you guys made in HelloFresh? Quesadillas. Oh, very yeah. nice. They have oh. an incredible selection of vegetarian food too. Yeah, Sean. of course. Uh, HelloFresh offers more than 20 chef-crafted delicious options every week to help you break out of your recipe rut, try new things, and make any night special. HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients uh, so you're not overbuying, which is a burden on the planet and your wallet. Uh, The packaging HelloFresh uses to ship your food is almost entirely made of recyclable and or already recycled content. Easily change your delivery days or mail preferences and skip a week whenever you want to right in the app. HelloFresh is committed to donating to those in need so far in 2020. They have donated 33.5 million meals. You can help 
too with HelloFresh's Beyond the Box program where you give nutritious meals to those experiencing food insecurity with just a couple of clicks. Uh, go to HelloFresh.com slash Games90 and use the code Games90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Games90. Tim. Yeah. I'm excited to see what Kevin makes next, but Kevin's next meal is so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grab shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Yeah! Kevin, can you bring Tim back up in the frame too? Out today, Bridge Constructor, The Walking Dead on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Finally. Star Renegade, huh? Finally. You've been waiting for Bridge Constructor, The Walking Dead. That's the one you've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. Star Renegades, Xbox One and Switch. Poker Club, PS5, PS4, Xbox. I'm just going to start saying, I'm just doing it. Xbox. That means the Xbox platform. Uh, PC. Kid Trip, Xbox. Brawl Chess, Switch. Outbreak, Switch. Party Games, 15 and 1, Switch. Karma Knight, Switch. Art School, Switch. Dreamo, Switch. Cake Bash, Switch. Capes Escape Game, Switch. Uh, El Dorado or Creatures, Switch. Educational games for kids. Switch. The Casino. Roulette, video poker, slot machines, craps, and Baccarat. Switch. Uh, Azure Breaks Heroes. Switch. Uh, Greasy Phantom Trigger 05. Switch. Dieselpunk Wars. PC. Uh, Shenmue 3 is now available on Steam. Kingdom of Heroes Tactics is receiving its largest update yet in the form of Season 2, The Broken King. It's now available on iOS and Android. Override 2 Super Mech League opens uh oh open beta begins today on PS5 and PS4. New dates for you. Uh Frostpoint VR Proving Your Owns will launch on Steam and Oculus Stores on December 1st, 2020. And Heroes of Hammer Watch Ultimate Edition will be releasing December 1st on PlayStation 4 and will also be playable on PlayStation 5. The title will arrive in its most complete form as it comes with all of its DLCs. Tim. Yes. People can write in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games to be part of the show, just like Frank Furter mm-hmm. did. Frank Furter writes in and says, Good morning, Greg, and Mr. Worldwide Web. Twitch content creators have had to tiptoe over music due to recent DMCA takedowns, and something interesting just happened. Cyberpunk announced that in their fifth Night City Wire that they will have an option to take out any copyrighted music so content creators won't have to worry about it. This is an option I never would have thought to include, but here it is. Do you see future games including the same options, or is this just a luxury that Cyberpunk 2077 is giving us? Uh, I think it's definitely going to be an option that we see in, in games coming forward, and I think this has already been an option in, in games before it has as well. Been, yeah, you, stream room modes do exist in other games where it will mute copyrighted music for you. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater uh, did it as well recently one and two remake and it's great you know it's just it's it sucks i wish that this wasn't something we have to do but we do clearly and i think that it's great that the the developers understand how important and valuable the the streaming audiences are uh, enough so to put these options into the games uh reading from gabe gerwin over on GameSpot, it's important to point out the feature won't merely mute the music during these sections of the game instead it will replace them with music that won't cause issues during the streams that's nice um it's I think it's, I mean, obviously CD Projekt Red is such an incredible developer and Cyberpunk looks to be an incredible video game. I, I don't know how much, did you watch any of Night City Wire today, Tim? No, I did not. I was watching it uh, and goddamn, is that, is that game look good? I can't wait to get into it. So I think, it's, I think it's one of those that, you know, when we sit here and, uh, when I sit here, not Tim, when I sit here and bitch about bad trophies or something, I, or and I, even today with Jim Ryan, you're talking about how, really understanding how your audience is going to use a product. And I think CD Projekt Red right here and Tony Hawk and the other games that have a streamer mode understand the kind of game they're building, that they're building a game that will be streamed, that is going to be shown, that is going to, you know, go out there and be used and be a big Twitch draw. I think Mm -hmm. that's when you put these kind of things in there. I don't think every game needs this. It'd be nice if it did, but I think you have to understand at some level the bandwidth of a developer and what their vision for their game is. Yeah, I mean, I, but I also don't think this is a problem for many games. 100%. You know, no, I, that, and that is, I mean, it's a game when you, it's a problem when you have the 
licensed thing when you're throwing down money to have a crazy soundtrack in there. And so I would I would argue against with what you said though about like even if I know it's hard for developers and stuff, but if you're going to have licensed music, you should have this as an option. If that's going to be that's, a thing that you're fair. doing, you should you should be able to put the time into making sure that it you could turn that stuff off. Very fair. Very very good point. Very good point. Tim, mm-hmm. we asked people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe. I swear uh, to Nick, God, motherfuckers, you better not be bringing no bullshit today. I, ain't I don't in the mood think for no bullshit. Okay. Mr. Worldwide Web is not in the, mood, in the mood for bullshit. Everybody, please stop bringing him bullshit. Uh, nanobiologist writes in with some 007 stuff for us. Q isn't a person. It's a job title. It stands for quartermaster, similar to how M is changes face, but not in title. And then also Bond works for MI6, a.k.a. the secret service, the secret intelligence service. So there you go. If you really want to get nerdy with it, <laughs> James Bond is my favorite. I love martinis and cars. Shut up. Uh, Dr. Serial writes in and says, Rubio means ruby or red, not blonde like Kevin said. Damn, Kevin. No, he's wrong. Shit, I don't know who to believe anymore then. <laughs> Fuck. I'm kind of offended that you read that, honestly. Like, you should have read that and been like, oh, no way this kid is right. Rubio translated translation rubio fish tacos god damn kevin was right it is blonde yeah no shit wow what was the kid's yeah, name no shit i'm gonna find him oh no that was dr cereal who wrote in trying to make you look like a horse's ass kevin but you fucking nailed that dr cereal mm-hmm. i'm proud of you kevin you know what i mean you mm. get a gold star today kevin throw him up in chat everybody give kevin the gold star counting <laughs> ladies and gentlemen this has been kind of funny games daily for thursday remember twitch.tv slash kind of funny games content doesn't stop here we're about to roll into in review we are back for the x-men universe we are doing new mutants next on twitch.tv slash kind of funny believe games. it if you're watching later of course you can get that on youtube.com slash kind of funny and podcast services around the globe as kind of funny in review uh, of course kind of funny games daily will be back tomorrow it'll be me and my host Asa Green River from Borderline Entertainment celebrating Native American Heritage Month. Very excited for that episode to close out the week. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week down a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerd video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, where, of course, you can get it ad-free. Of course, you can give us questions. But most importantly, right now, you can go catch the post show we are about to do, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. However, if you have no bucks toss our way, no big deal, Watch live, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. Watch later, youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Listen anytime on podcast services around the globe. Until next time, we have a post show to do. It's been our pleasure to serve you.